Hey guys, welcome back to TK Sports. We have a new episode for you. We're doing some baseball. Getting Dale, closer. Getting closer to opening day. Yep. It's about less than three weeks away, so we're both pretty excited. We're going to preview the AL West this time, and this is important for me because I am a huge A's fan. I go to about 15 to 30 games a year, so I'm really excited for this upcoming season. I'm not hopeful, but, you know, it's a new season. I'm clean hopeful. slate. It's I'm clean. hopeful for the A's. I know, I know you are. But we'll get into that. <laughs> it's a clean slate, and I'm excited. So we all know about the Houston Astros, the defending champions. And I think if there's ever been a team to repeat, or as in better position to repeat, it's got to be the Houston Astros. Yeah, they, they just have this mystique about, about themselves that, like, it, it doesn't seem like anybody's going to be able to touch them. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, yes, you got other juggernauts in the NL, you know, like the Dodgers. You know, you got a powerhouse team, um, you know, in the Nationals. Uh, obviously, Cleveland's going to be tough. Yankees, the Yankees are going to be tough. Yeah. You got a few other juggernaut teams, but it just seems like the Astros are just a step ahead. It just seems like they're right, right above everybody there else a, for some reason. There is a reason why they're defending champs. Yeah, I mean, they just keep getting stronger and stronger. I mean, you look at their rotation, their lineup, bullpen, all of it. I really yeah. don't see defense. I don't really see a weakness. Weakness. Yeah. They may have the best infield in baseball. Yeah, Bregman, Correa, Altuve, and um, Gurriel. Mm-hmm. That, may, that may be the best infield. I mean, yeah. really. As far as hitting and defense. Yeah. So, I mean, the Astros just get and stronger and stronger. their rotation isn't too shabby either. No. <laughs> Verlander or Keiko at the top with yeah. my colors. I'll take that any day. So, uh, the Astros get strong. They won. How many games did they win last year? Uh, they went 101. Or I'll just lay out the whole division. Um, okay. The Astros went 101 and 61 last year. Um, the Angels took second. Um, they went 80 and 82. Mm-hmm. Um, the Mariners took third, uh, 78 and 84. Okay. The Rangers took fourth, um, same record though, uh, 78 and 84. And then the A's were in the cellar at 75 and 87. Man, cellar? By three games. <laughs> That's what I mean. Three, Is it really a okay, cellar? Let's be honest here. Five games and they're in second place. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really tight division. Yeah. After the Astros, it's a tight. After the Astros, it's, it's tight really tight. Let me let me clarify. After the Astros, <laughs> it's it's bunched. It's tight. Not really tight throughout, but I think the A's will make a push, and I'm excited for that. Yeah. But the Astros, we're on the Astros. 101 wins. We're gonna go a little over under, over under 101 wins. I have them over. Over. I think they win 105 next year. Jeez, that's that's a strong year, and I, honestly, I can't disagree. I think they'll be over, maybe not 105 wins, but I think maybe 102, 103. Yeah. I think they win the division, maybe go to the World Series again. Yeah. I think it'll be Yankees, Astros, ALCS, which I think, which I think everyone would be excited to it's, see. It's a little early for me to make the World Series prediction. Yeah. Um, but I'm telling, I, I think I can comfortably say that I think it's going to be, be between the Astros and the Yankees. Yeah. I really think the Yankees are going to come into their own and. You very well might see the Yankees in the, in the and, World Series this year. And to me, I know you mentioned the Dodgers, but it's really, to me, in baseball, it's the Astros and it's the Dodgers um, leagues. Yeah, leagues, not conferences, leagues to lose. Yeah. I know we were just talking football, so <laughs> think of conferences. But no, it's their leagues to lose. So if the Dodgers lose the National League, it's kind of on them. I yeah. mean, they really should be the favorites. Yeah. Maybe throughout baseball. Yeah. And then if it's the Astros. It's really on them if they lose it, too. Yeah. So... I think this team is capable of I repeating, think, and I think with Jose Altuve being the MVP and all of that kind of riding with him, Verlander coming back, I think they're just capable and ready yeah, to make another I think run. I think the reason why I have them ahead of 101 is, is Verlander having that full season. Yeah. I think that that's going to add – if that doesn't add wins, I don't know what else will. 
So we got them taking the division, obviously going over 101 wins, 105 wins for you. Yeah. Somewhere 102, 103 for me. So uh, moving on, Angels. Angels. Yeah, Angels. Angels. I don't like the Angels very much, but they are a good team. They added Justin Upton. They added the Japanese Babe Ruth with Shohei Otani, who I think will do more pitching than hitting. A prodigy. Prodigy. Young prodigy. I was talking to one of my friends the other day about that and we were saying it's a shame that he's in the AL because he's yeah. not going to see many at bats. Yeah. Unless, I, unless they play him in the DH maybe. I think I think he'll probably be DHing. Yeah. Cuz they said that he's not going to hit the day before, obviously the day of and the day after yeah. he's pitching. So, he'll be hitting probably when his uh like fifth day of rest or no, it'd be the day two days after he starts. Yeah. So, I'm trying to calculate all this in my head. Uh but no, Otani will probably be DH. I doubt he's going to play on out, any outfield, especially with that outfield they have. Yeah. We've got Trout, Calhoun, uh, Upton. That's pretty set already. Yeah. I don't think there's much room for Otani and mm-hmm. you don't really want him hurting that arm. He's yeah. got a pitch. I mean, you think you want Trout to be out there any <clears throat> possible way you can. The obviously. adjustment for Otani will be tough to the major leagues. Not saying he can't do it, but I just think it'll be tough because he's never seen pitching like this. Yeah. It, well, Kershaw made mm-hmm. him look like a fool. It was a bad ball. It was a ball. Let's be honest. Like it I'm not was. an Angels fan. I like Kershaw, but that was a ball. That was not a strike. <laughs> I, if you haven't seen that bat we're talking about, I think the MLB posted on their Instagram page yeah. about Otani facing Kershaw. But you guys tell me what you think. I think that was a ball. Yeah. But um, no, I think Otani will just have an adjustment period. It'll be take a little longer for him to get used to this. Major League Baseball, baseball in America is different from Japan. Yeah, it's no discredit to Japan, but it's it's the major leagues. There's a reason yeah. why people all over the world come to uh, yeah to come to America to play baseball. Definitely. So, how do you see the uh, Angels shaping out? Eighty wins over or under? Um, I actually have them pretty much dead even where they are. Hmm. Um, I'm going to keep them probably anywhere from eighty to eighty two wins again. Um, they're they're a relatively older team, in my opinion. I mean, okay. they got they got a lot of veteran presence on that team, um, and I think when your team is dominated by veterans, it's very hard to bring a lot of that that energy out of them. Um, I mean, I know the Giants, you know, would slap me in the face if you know <laughs> if Bochi was in here right now saying <laughs> veterans, you know, or an, an abundance of veterans might be a bad thing. Um, but I think in the Angels' case, it is. Um, I mean, you still have a superstar, obviously, in Mike Trout, and I, I really think that they need to start focusing on getting young talent around Trout rather than, like, putting Trout around veterans because, I don't know, I feel like Trout is just that guy now. I don't think there's enough veterans to um, bring them down. Mm-hmm. I think Pujols, he's not going to see the field much. He's just going to be hitting. Yeah, Kinsler's older, but he's still capable of playing. I don't think... It, I don't think he's going to be down for the count for the year. Yeah. Calhoun's, I mean, he's not very old. Upton, he's older, older. but he can still play. I mean, yeah. I, I just don't think, I don't think it's that bad to yeah. bring them down. I don't think it's a reason why they should be, you know, at 80 wins. I got them over. I think I got them taking second in this division, yeah. kind of where they were last year. Yeah, they got, got them about, I got them around 85 wins. So yeah. I think they got better. They got a little better pitching. Um, Tyler Skaggs, Garrett Richards, guys like that. No, Tani's going to help out the rotation too. Yeah. So Mariners. Uh, they won how many games? Seventy eight last year. Yeah, seventy eight wins. Seventy eight and eighty four. And that's another that's another uh, team that has a great infield with Kyle Seager, Robinson Cano, um, Gene Segura, and now Ryan Healy and D Gordon in the outfield. Yeah, now. D Gordon <laughs> playing center field. So that's interesting. And, they, and the reunion. And D Gordon actually looks pretty good in the outfield. I have to say, I've seen him make some make a few. When plays. you got that speed. Definitely a lot of speed. It could be like a outfield. Byron Buxton type. Oh yeah. I mean Buxton's probably the most elite. Well, I should say mostly because there's still Kevin Kiermaier and Mike Trout. But, I mean, Buxton's a really good, solid center fielder with Billy yeah. Hamilton, those names like that. And what, what do all those guys have? 
speed. speed. Yeah. They need speed in the outfield. It gives you yeah. unlimited range. So D Gordon, I think, is a good fit for center field. I think it's a yeah. good fit for that lineup. Yeah, so. definitely. I mean, he, from what I hear, he's playing really well. I mean, if he can take the adjustment okay and, you know, I mean, a lot of people think, you know, it's easier to transition from the, you know, the outfield or from the infield to the outfield, you know. A lot of times people, I think, put that perception that the outfield is why we just put people that really, you know, maybe aren't up, you know, to compete with infield mm-hmm. positions. Um, but, I mean, there's a lot to learn in the outfield. And, I, it, you know, it, it's definitely a learning curve. And if he, I think if he can, you know, take that next step and, you know, yeah. accept that as his role, then, yeah, yeah it's definitely going to help that team. So the Mariners, I don't see them making a really strong push. I just feel like every time the Mariners get a lot of hype around them, it's like, oh, this is their year. They're going to take the division. or They're going to be a wild card. They're going to make a push. And then they just kind of – yeah. it's kind of a – Bummer out. Not what, really. What's your opinion on their rotation? Do you know a lot about it? I haven't seen much of it. I know King Felix is still there. Yeah. You just need to give me a few names so I can just get reminded. Yeah. Um, but Mariners, to me, it's to just me, one it of those seems like that's their weakness. I mean, offensively, it seems like they have a lot of pieces. And the fact mm-hmm. that we don't know really anybody on the rotation, like, I really think that might hold them back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think they're going to decline, honestly, a little bit. Okay. 78 wins they won. I think they'll I think they'll go over 78 wins. Just just a matter of fact of I think they'll be around 82. I think they're going to go down to about 75. Okay. So that's where the A's were last year, 75. Yeah. And that would have got that would have gotten last last year. Yeah. So uh but Texas Rangers, they're kind of the same team too. Yeah. They have pretty much just, they haven't made a lot of great moves. I mean, they have Joey Gallo. Well, I, I think they're la- I think the Rangers differ um from the Mariners a little bit. I think that they have a little bit more in their in their bullpen specifically. Mhm. Um, but I think they lack a little bit of offense, in my opinion. Um, I have some names written down here, obviously. You know, they got Fister still, uh, Doug. Um, they got Bartolo Colon. It's not a for sure thing, you know. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to make the you team. Yeah, you don't know what you're going to get with him. Uh, but, you know, uh, Matt Bush, Mike Miner, decent bullpen guys. Um, very serviceable, but I think they're going to decline, too. Okay. I love that you said Bartolo Colon. Big sexy. That's my, one of my favorite guys. <laughs> he's a fan favorite throughout the league. I know we're kind of getting off track, but he is a fan favorite. Bartolo Colon just brings energy to the park. People love seeing Bartolo Colon pitch. I know when he played for the A's, I was so excited to see him pitch. And he's still nasty a little bit with that yeah. cutter. So if he'd make it a team, that'd be kind of fun to watch. I yeah. mean, I love Bartolo, but <clears throat> I don't know if he'll make the team. Yeah. But besides the point, they still got Adrian Beltre at third. He was kind of hurt last year. They have Joey Gallo, the young third baseman. Uh, Rudnett Odor, one of my favorites. Elvis Andrus, Jerks of Profar, uh, Nomar Mazzara. So they still got a lot of power. I think their offense could be okay. Yeah. Um, as far as how many wins? 78 again? Yeah, 78. So, so same as Mariners. Uh, I think they might stand pat. I think they might stay, stay at 78. I don't see them changing much. Yeah, yeah. I, I have them around that, that range too. 78 to 75 also. I think that's I just a good right spot there with for Seattle again. Yeah. Um, I think um, it wouldn't shock me if Seattle and the Rangers, you know, Back-to-back years had the same record. Okay. And I think they're going to be around that 75 to 78 range again. Okay. All right. The moment of truth. You guys ready? You've been waiting for this. <laughs> I know. It's my team. So, Athletics, the Oakland A's. They uh, opened the season against the Anaheim Angels. I'm not going to call them Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim because they play in Anaheim. They don't play in Los Angeles. So, they're the Anaheim Angels. I'm sorry. I'm getting sidebarred. Uh, but, no. The A's. I'll be there. Not opening, not opening a day. Because they start, they they have a they have an opening day game, which I'm going I'm there, to on their Saturday night. I'm also going Saturday night, and yeah. I think we're sitting a section apart. So yeah, something like that. Something like that. So it'll be fun, and uh, we're excited. Going to see the young Japanese pitcher Shohei Otani. 
Japanese Babe Ruth. I feel like I said that six times this video. But um, The prodigy. <laughs> the, the A's are young, and excuse my pun, but they're athletic. <laughs> uh, they, they have a lot of young speed, and they got better defensively. Chris Davis will be DHing, and I cannot be more excited because he came out with an article on the Player Tribune last year called The Creature, where every time he'd rear back to throw, he'd have this thing coming up in the back of his head like, oh, don't overthrow it, don't misthrow, you know, don't bounce it. And that's not good for a major league left fielder. We yeah. need guys that can play defense and have strong arms. Because if a guy's one-run game coming around second, or coming around third trying to score and you can't throw him out, that's a problem. And that's a good thing, too, that he was honest about it. I think a lot of players, yeah. you know, I, I have a little bit of college playing experience. I played all throughout high school and, you know, mm. all throughout my childhood, you know. And I don't think I ever, you know, there was, like, times where, you know, like, your mind just goes blank when yeah, you're playing. Definitely. So, like, if you have something that's, like, kind of like in the back of your head while you're playing it's good that he's kind of getting that out there and letting maybe coaches know he's maybe. made it public because he wants to get rid of it exactly he wants to get rid of this problem he wants to be able to be a normal left fielder exactly who can just be dependable yeah and i can't blame him i mean i i, I love the guy he hits bombs he hits yeah. four, well, he 40 got a lot of power on he hit over team. 40 home runs last year he's done back-to-back seasons yeah so i'm glad he's gonna but be he's not gonna be the he's not gonna he's, be the home run leader on the team on the team yeah. oh okay no surprising okay well who do you think Let's just go with that. Who do you think is going to be the home run leader? It's going to be Olsen. I mean, that's not a bad pick. 59 games last year, he hit 24 home runs. On average, he was hitting a home run every seven and a half at-bats. Yeah. What? <laughs> the guy can hit bombs. So this He's team, even hitting them in spring right now. This, it, I've never seen a stance like that, too, with the way his hands are so free out there. Like, it's, it's, it's nice. So it's unorthodox. His, I wish I would have done that when I was playing because yeah. his hands are already out here, so he can just go straight back and swing. Yeah. He doesn't have to worry about coming here, here, and then there. He can just go straight yeah. straight to the barrel. And it's nice because he, he has that, guy too, he has that so. perfect stance for him, yeah. and it's worked out for him. But let's just talk about the infield a little bit. They have, Matt, they have the mats on the corners with Olsen and Chapman, the two young studs, who are the cornerstones of the franchise. Once again, no pun intended, playing the corners. Sneaky pickup by the A's. Got Jonathan Lucroy in free agency for, like for a move. year, $6 million. Really like I was good pumped. Too. I was pumped when we got him because yeah. he's just going to help out that young rotation that needs help. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then they got middle infield. They got Marcus Simeon, Judd Lowry. And Judd Lowry, who led the American League or was second or tied for first in the American League with doubles. Mm-hmm. And Simeon, who led the American League two seasons ago. He's in really runs. improved his offensive game, Simeon. Definitely. And, yeah. and his defense. And he was really I know struggling. we saw him on the sidelines at the Cal game, too. Not yeah, who we went to ago. a Cal game and said, what's up to Marcus Simeon? So that was kind of cool. Um, but the A's also got uh, Stephen Piscotty in the trade with the Cardinals. Yeah. And he's a big pickup. And it's yeah, kind of any, a cool story, but it's a sad story. story. Yeah. yeah. Go read it or, or something because it's just an awesome sports story. It's not even like, oh, like I got to be a baseball fan to like this story. Like, if you're just someone who likes sports and like. And if you have a connection with ALS, because if you yeah. don't know, Stephen Piscotty's mother was de- uh, de- de- diagnosed with ALS. And. He was traded from St. Louis to Oakland, and it's cool on behalf of the Cardinals and the A's to get together and say, let's get this guy back home. Let's get him near his mother so he can be around her. And yeah. that's just a great, that's a great thing to do in Major League Sports. You'll see very often because yeah. Scotty's a good young player. Yeah. And his numbers decreased last year. It might have been because he was hurt and because his mother was going d- battling ALS. These people, the athletes are human too. They're yeah. human. They're not robots. Yeah. So we're a little – not only looking forward to seeing Piscotty, the baseball player, we're looking forward to you know maybe fundraising some money for that terrible disease yeah. and uh, getting getting Piscotty's name out there. Yeah. So and then, but Piscotty's going to be playing right field. Matt Joyce, who was the right fielder last year for the A's, will be playing left, and 
He's hit 23 home runs last year. I mean, this team is just designated Young, for man. the long ball. Their yeah. chicks dig the long ball, man. <laughs> They're going to be hitting a lot of home runs. Dustin Fowler, who came over in a trade with Sonny Gray, he's a young prospect. Yeah. And he's been playing center I, think, field. I really think the only thing holding this team back from a 91 season is the pitching. Got to be pitching. It's, that's the only thing. This team definitely, offensively, they should be a 92-92 win team. Yeah. That bullpen and that starting five is a little different. The rotation is just so troublesome, so worrisome. And news, and news came out today that one of their – who projected could be a three- or four-star, Drell Cotton – um, had a, I think it was a partial tear in his UCL or something like that. Not mm-hmm. a partial tear, maybe just a tear or um, I'm forgetting the word sprain or something like that. Yeah. But he's going down for a little while, and that's tough news. He's having a really good spring training, yeah. and uh, so that's tough. But the A's did short up a little bit of bullpen with the Seattle Mariners. They made a trade from Ryan Healy. Ryan Healy, who hit 25 home runs last year, gets traded, and he's yeah. still a young player. But the A's in return get Emilio Pagan, a good young. Uh, relief pitcher, right-handed relief pitcher. They put in that bullpen, and that's huge. So, yeah. so where do you have them then? I mean, seventy-five wins last year. I mean, we got the Astros. You know, at one hundred five, you think they could touch that or the A's touching one hundred five? I mean, that's where I have the Astros. I mean, like, where do you have them in this division? You know, oh, uh, I have the A's if at fourth. I just see the Mariners and Angels and Astros. I see them all being better. I think like what we were talking about, the rotation holds them back. See, that's where I disagree. I, I think the A's are going to win probably 85, 86 games next year. And that's, I think they're going to take second in the division. Yeah. I mean, I have them winning 80 games. At, I wouldn't say at most, but I think kind of my middle. I what think team, at most they could win 85. Would team, that's the high obviously, expectations. Obviously the Astros, if I, if I ask this question, it's an obvious answer. This, it's the Astros. Take the Astros out of this division. Which team has the highest ceiling? Ceiling as in ceiling for this season or ceiling down the road? This season. This season. Because it's got to be the A's. Has it really got to be the A's? I mean, I think I'm leaning towards the Angels. But, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like the, I feel like when you're talking about veterans, your ceiling isn't as high as you are with all this young and, like, raw talent on the A's, you know? If you were to ask me next season and they got a couple good – or if somebody, like – Say a Cotton or Manaya came up and really had a great year this year, yeah. and they had two solid starters like that with a Graveman, and then maybe they added somebody. If you were to ask me this next year, I'd say the A's over the Angels. But for now, I got to take the Angels. They got the pitching, they've got the offense. I just, I, I don't see, I don't see the A's touching that. I'm, I'm not an A's fan personally. I like them. I like going to a lot of their games. It's a local team for me. Um, but I, I look in the camera when I say this. The A's have a chance at a wild card next year. If Minnesota slips up even the lightest, A's maybe get in. Um, I, I still, like I said, because this is our last, last AL video technically. Yeah, it is. I told you guys that Boston and New York are going to be getting out of the East. Mm-hmm. Cleveland is going to get out of the Central. And um, Houston will be getting out of the West. There's one wild card slot. Right, because Boston, New York, you have the two. Yeah. Then you have the so other two. So there's, there's one. There's one wild card spot between the Twins. The it's Angels, not coming Mariners, out of the A's, East. It's not going to come out of the East um, with Tampa, Toronto, or Baltimore. No, I don't see that. It's not going to come out of the Central. If, if my opinion, those are the weakest teams. Twins. Um, you don't think the Twins can make a well, push? No, other than the Twins. Sorry, okay, it's not okay. going to come from Kansas City, uh, the Royal. I think the Kansas, Kansas City could City surprise the people, but Chicago or Detroit, um, and it's definitely not going to come from Seattle. Um, or the Rangers. So in my opinion, it's going to be A's, um, Twins, um, and then if I had to throw a third string team in there, maybe the Angels, maybe 
Maybe Tampa. See, my third string team is is the A's. Like that's a maybe for me. Is the A's. Like I'm trying to be realistic. But if I want to be optimistic like you, but if, I just I got to be realistic. If Minnesota slips, Oakland's getting in. Also, if Minnesota slips, Oakland gets in. I'm glad this is saved because when Minnesota slips and Oakland doesn't get in, we're gonna have the tape. So, <laughs> uh, no, but I love the A's, but. This year's not their year. I just think the pitching is too troublesome, too worrisome. And it hurts me to say that, but it's reality. So this will conclude our AL West prediction. We have the Astros taking it. Like we said, pretty much got our whole American League done, our predictions for that. So like, comment, share, subscribe. We love doing these videos. We love comments, and we love your your support, your continuous support. Um, so check out our podcast. We're filming it right now as we yep. speak. Any audio, any audio we have from these videos will be on this podcast. Yeah. So instead of watching it, it'll be easier just to listen to for you guys. Maybe some of you guys like seeing our ugly faces, but maybe some of you guys don't. Yeah. And we don't carry the way as long as you listen to us. So yeah. And we're also going to be having podcast exclusive things coming out too. So yeah. Like, just to guy, just to kind of give you guys an extra incentive to find the podcast. Like there's gonna be extra content on there that's probably not on YouTube. Like, I know I want to talk about the pace of play rules because the MLB was talking about for extra inning games in minor leagues, they want to try out um, putting a runner on second base to start an, an extra inning. Yeah. And I'm going to go on a rant about that on the podcast because yeah. I have, I'm passionate about it and I don't think that's right. Yeah. So that's something I could talk about and Tyler could say he's something he's passionate about and we can just do our own separate things, maybe get together for another podcast just, yeah. get, you know. There's going to be extra content coming out on the podcasts um, on top of these videos. So obviously the videos are also going to be in podcast form, um, but we will have extra content on the podcast because it's a little easier just to film it, um, podcast, record the audio, than to get together, meet a time and all that. So yeah, we will have extra extra content on there if you guys are really you know interested in this. You know. All right. We're going to find ways to get on Spotify, definitely. Apple, you know, definitely. all that. And our, the app we are using is Anchor. They're a great podcast source. So far, it's worked pretty well for me. So if you guys want to do your own thing, make your own podcast, I highly yeah, suggest definitely. Anchor for that. So uh, this is the AOS predictions. So like, comment, share, subscribe. We love you guys. It's TK Sports.